You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Welcome in to another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your host, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, y'all? Hey, so uh, huge news in the football world. Mr. Antonio beat up my baby mama Brown, has signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, He signed a one-year contract. Um, He has one more week of his uh, eight-week suspension, but I mean... God damn! So he can play is el- he is eligible to play as soon as week nine if he passes all the COVID protocols and everything else. And I mean, Dude, he, this was such a good move by the it, by the Broncos or by I'm sorry by the Buccaneers. Like this, it really is, especially with Chris Godwin kind of banged up, Mike Evans. Bang- you know, they, they don't seem to have like all their receivers healthy at any given time. And it was actually a really smart move by Antonio Brown, and I'm going to tell you why. When he first got drafted into the league. His offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers was Bruce Arians. Ooh. So he came in. This system, uh, offensive coordinators don't change much, people. They don't. They, this is what they do. They have little tidbits of new information that they bring in. But Antonio Brown knows this system already, mm-hmm. which is, I, I believe, one of the main caveats to him going there. I mean, this is, some, this is something that... He will be fantasy relevant week nine. Yeah. Whenever he's eligible to get back on the field, he will be ready to rock and roll. Well, I mean, picture it. If, if the team's healthy, you got Antonio Brown, one of the greatest receivers to ever play, just in terms of his stats. I mean, his ability and, and just it's incredible. And so now you got Mike Evans and Antonio Brown on the outside. You have Chris Godwin in the slot. And then Gronk and, and Tom seem to have kind of found some chemistry. And then you got fucking Gronk as your tight end. This team is insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Now, I don't know if they have enough to, to win the Super Bowl because, I mean, Seattle looks legit. I mean, even though their defense has gone awful, that offense is just clicking on all cylinders right now. But, I mean, they definitely are now in the – I mean, they're already in the run for the, the Super Bowl to begin with. But now even more so – I mean – you know, talk about the rich get richer, kind of like when Lev Bell went to the Chiefs. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a Chiefs buck in your Super Bowl. That'd be pretty bitching. They would be bitching. Um, so it's our Friday show, so we're going to, you know, we start off with some news right there. But we're going to do some news. We're going to talk a little about the Thursday night game that we witnessed last night. Ugh. And then we're going to finish your week with the uh, AFC matchups. Um, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, he did not practice on Friday. Um there's still belief that he's going to play Monday night. I mean, a lot of this stuff right now, there's going to be a Saturday injury report for Woods. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to play. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, it is a tough matchup, but it's just something to keep an eye on, I guess. Absolutely. Maybe maybe if he's out, look for Josh Reynolds. I'm sure he's – Josh Reynolds has got to be, what, like 2% owned? <laughs> it's, Actually, he, he's going to be real low for I can, sure. I can bring that up right now. Well, Josh while you're, Reynolds, he is – where are you? Oh, never mind. Fuck it. You go, go ahead and say something. I was going to say, while, while you were looking, another big news here, Michael Thomas ruled out 
for week seven. Mm-hmm. He's got an ankle and a new hammy injury. I don't think that uh, what's going on. Like I, this is so frustrating. I'm so glad I have no shares of this guy. But for everybody that does, this is this is god awful. This is the right. absolute worst possible season you could imagine. Well, well it's like because you know me in our in our season long league, you know I had Saquon Barkley for all of a week and a half. But you know at least I know my guy is on IR and not coming back. The fact that you you took a top what six seven ish draft pick with Michael Thomas. Yep. And he's played one game and wasn't even good in that one game. And who knows what the fuck's going on now. I mean, this man, he, he, he's he been hurt. He's been suspended. They say he was injured, but, you know, he got the suspension from his own team when he punched the teammate. It's like, goddamn. Like, I just want my stars to play. And it's really affecting this New Orleans offense. <clears throat> you know, it's clearly yeah. out there. Oh, big time. I mean, when you lose the what the probably one of the best four wide receivers in football right now. I mean, that really fucks up your offense. Absolutely. I mean, it's just it, that's terrible. That's huge news. Um, Raheem Mostert. This was already you know figured out, but he's been placed on injured reserve with a high ankle sprain. Um, so it looks like it's going to be Jamichael Hasty, Jarek McKinnon, um, especially because Jeff Wilson is questionable for Week Seven. Um, I mean, this is actually a tough matchup, though, against uh, New England. So we'll see how the game pans out. But you know, Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. Um, it's Dwayne ugly. Haskins. Another, another like big, big one, though. We have Aaron Jones Sean, like, today. This kid, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, yesterday. I mean, it's pretty no secret. A, I'm, I'm not a, a mild calf strain. Yeah. You know, and, and um, moving on, Dwayne Haskins. You know, it's been no secret that I'm not a fan of Dwayne Haskins. But he was fined by a team for violating COVID-19 policy. He had a family friend check into the team hotel. So, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. I I think Dwayne Haskins' days are numbered in Washington. Just, they should cut it. They should chalk this up to a massive loss. What, they spent a first rounder on this kid. Uh, Bye. I don't know. I I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, New York Jets, Sam Darnold was limited in fr- on Friday's practice. He's, he's considered questionable for week seven against the Bills. I think he's probably going to play. You don't really want to play him this week, especially because um, Jamison Crowder is questionable for week seven against the Bills, which is actually mm-hmm. scary because Crowder has missed some games this year with the soft tissue injuries. So, I mean, there's a chance that Crowder doesn't play. And, and what's funny is the, I don't know what's going on with the Buffalo defense. They're definitely not as good as they were last year. But no, they they don't you know, look with, anything like they were last year. Yeah, but without without uh, Jameis and Crowder, there's probably zero Jet players you're interested in in their matchup. Absolutely not. It's disgusting. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Aaron Jones, Green Bay running back. He is uh, questionable. He's more questionable than doubtful to play Week Seven against the Texans, which. <coughs> I, you know, you really hope he plays because Houston, I think, is like the 31st or 30th worst run defense right now. So, I mean, Yikes. there's a chance that, that Jones runs all over him. But if he's banged up, you know, look for Jamal Williams. And then maybe a deep, deep, deep stash, A.J. Dillon. But, I mean, A.J. Dillon's gotten mm-hmm, no run this mm-hmm. year. But um, Well, I know that they Jack- said with the, with the Aaron Jones injury <laughs> that he's, he's, he's more questionable than doubtful, I think, is the, the random – Whatever they said, the little tidbit from Green yeah. Bay today. 
I think he'll play. A calf strain is a calf strain. Will he get as many snaps? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Jackson, Los Angeles Chargers running back. He's actually questionable for Week 7 against the Jags. Um, his knee was a little little tender. But I, I think he's going to play. You know, they're coming off the bye week. And I, I think it's more probably, you know, just kind of like a heads-up thing. Um, superstar wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Cl- Coach Cliff Kingsbury said that he's hopeful that DeAndre Hopkins can play Sunday against the Seahawks, which, you know, I really hope they do. I mean, he's got the bye week next week, so I'm hoping that they're not going to just preemptively rest him and give him the bye week. But, I mean, I would love to see him go up against his god-awful Seahawks defense this Dude, week. seriously, it would be – it would be a shame if he didn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news in Denver, Noah Font. Um, he will play Week 7 against the Chiefs. So that that's actually pretty good news, especially when um, you know the tight end landscape, we've talked about it all year, is disgusting. So it's nice mm-hmm. to see that a, a, an actual good tight end is available to play. Um, uh, other bad news for the New Orleans Saints, Emmanuel Sanders has been placed on the COVID-19 list. Um so New Orleans is not expected to have Michael Thomas. Obviously, he's out. And then Sanders is going to be out against the Panthers. So it looks like, you know, pick up Traquan Smith. Yeah, Traquan immedi- Smith all day. Immediately. Um, if you have Jared Cook, you know, make sure you, you're you probably going to play him anyways. But, you know, it could be could be tough, tough, tough sledding for the uh, New Orleans Saints outside of <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Um, Jonu Smith, superstar tight end for the Tennessee Titans. He has no injury designation on Friday's practice report, so he is a full go nice. this weekend against the Steelers. Um, your boy DJ Chark, he was removed from the Jacksonville injury report, so he's he's back and he's a full go. Beauty, which is yeah. Um, wide receiver John Brown for the Buffalo Bills, he's not going to play against the Jets, which is terrible because the Jets defense is god awful too. So, I mean, who knows? You might be able to pick up a Cole Beasley or a Gabriel Davis. You know, if you're really desperate out there for a wide receiver. Absolutely. Those, well, the Jets' defense is just so bad. Mm, just, it's just a whole team. It's all, it's exactly, all bad. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson, your boy, he was removed from the Pittsburgh's Week 7 injury report, so after missing last week, looks like he'll be in. Um, I'm kind of curious about how his usage is going to go with the emergence of Chase Claypool. Um, you know, Juju's, like, you know, fallen way down the uh, – the, the love list over there, but absolutely, I, mean, I think it's going to be Juju that takes the biggest hit here. To be completely honest with you, yeah, that you're you're probably not wrong. Um, Joe Mixon, he's been ruled out for Week Seven against the Brown, so fire up that mustache of Gio Bernard, Woo-hoo! especially especially in this matchup against Cleveland. You know, you can Cleveland's defense isn't very good either, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game this this Cleveland uh, Cincinnati game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll do it for the news unless you got anything else. I got I got a couple other things here. Uh, Austin Hooper went down. He's out week 7 with an appendix injury. He went into surgery today. That's actually so he not good. He's, he might miss prolonged time for that. I, I would imagine it will be some prolonged time absolutely. Uh, I mean that hurts. The Titan landscape just lost one who was Pretty consistent. I mean, he's at least going to score you something. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, we've got a couple of O linemen here that took a big hit. Zach Martin, the guard, the all-star guard from the Dallas Cowboys, is out week seven with a concussion. That's not so good. he's not going to be going. So Zeke owners, I, I don't know how much that will necessarily affect you. Uh, 
but Donald or uh, I'm sorry, Andy Dalton. Uh, yikes! As long losing you know what, as, less losing the protection is going to kill him. As long as Zeke doesn't fumble twice early in the game, I think he'll be okay. A- absolutely, and then and then again after last night, Lane Johnson is going to be out with a grade one MCL sprain, and it's looking like a possible IR. So again, just it's like they kick them when they're down here in Philadelphia. They got a big win. But talking about Philadelphia, um, Deshaun Jackson got hurt again. The high ankle yeah. sprain. Yep. And you he's you on know, IR. I like Deshaun Jackson, but I think it's time for him to hang it up. I mean, he's still got the speed yeah. out there, but I mean, you know, he's he's thirty three. He'll be thirty four this year. Yeah. You know, he's been in the league now for, you know, what twelve years now or something like that. It's been an awful long time. Yeah, but he hasn't played a full season. I think ever his entire career, right? And so it's kind of like, dude, you, you know, I I like and like I said I like Deshaun Jackson. I I think he's a, I I think he's a great player. He's been a lot of fun to watch. But I think it's I think that's it, man. You're you're, it's it's you know. time to uh, it's time to chalk that up to an L. Yeah. And I got uh, three other things here. Daryl Henderson from the uh, Los Angeles Rams missed practice Thursday with a thigh injury, and then. Uh, couple things of note here one that's very important i feel for anybody that's got minnesota's defense they lost daniel hunter to a neck injury that he's having season ending surgery on oh wait talking about the vikings you hear uh yannick and was traded from the minnesota Vikings. so the superstar (laughs) defensive lineman who went from jacksonville to minnesota has now been traded to the baltimore ravens correct and they just lost their other defensive end to a season-ending neck injury. This is not looking good for anybody that has Minnesota's defense. Run, hide, head for the hills, <laughs> sell as fast as you can, but well, get out of there. Their offense is hard to, you know, I mean, they're, they're like a garbage time team right now for some yeah. reason. They, it actually you know, they, makes their offense a little more viable. What it does hurt is a little bit of Delvin Cook. Because if they're down, they ain't going to be running. No, and this and then defense also, is not going to be nearly as good as it was. Yeah, well, then if the you know if the defense gives up you know short drives and t- and touchdowns and points, and the offense keeps ending up back onto the field, yeah, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get a little tired out there. Yeah, exactly. And then one, the last thing I got here, Dante Pettis, the uh, way overdrafted wide receiver from the 49ers, they are putting him on the trade block. That's not surprising. No. And it's probably time, good riddance, for any 49er fans that have seen him work. Uh, it's been a joke, and thank you for nothing. Oh, that's right. Talking about um, trade block and Philadelphia, did you see that they were open to trading? Well, they said Alshon's available, which makes me laugh. And, and Zach they said Ertz. that. And Zach Ertz. Yeah. Which maybe that's part of the reason why Ertz has been just kind of shitty out there. He's like, man, fuck you guys then. I, you like, know what? I can see that being the case. Like, you don't want me, you got Goddard, fine. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's all bad right now in Philly. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, moving on, we'll talk a little bit about the Thursday night game. Not a, not a whole lot to say because it was, it was a, you know, I, I didn't watch the entire game, but I watched most of it. And it was awful from the from the beginning. You know, it was just, it was 10 to 7 going into half. And then... At the end, it was all garbage time stuff. You know, I mean, the best part was Daniel Jones running for 80 yards, 
and tripping up over his own gigantic fucking feet. I mean, that that was amazing to me. I mean, it's like, dude, come on, man. I'm like, you all right over there? It's just but. that that is just that's what their season is. That's what the that right there signifies what the NFC East is to the rest of the league. Yeah, the fact that, that play, the fact that you know, I don't know, fuck, like the the Cowboys might end up in the playoffs at you know six and ten. Ugh. I, I mean, it's just it's you know, terrible. it's and, and I made a comment the last show here that that's something I wanted. It's true. You know, I'm tired of guys making the playoffs with a losing record. I think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's bullshit for for divisions that are so good that you have three teams that have you know nine to or ten to nine to even eleven wins, and these guys are missing the playoffs because their division is so strong. I would say stop letting the division leaders be the ones who get into the playoffs and start making it by record. That's the thing. They should straight up do it like NBA playoff yeah. bubble style and just have the top like eight teams of each conference go. Yeah. I mean that, especially like you know, excuse me, when you look at some of these like look at the NFC West with the Seahawks, the Cardinals, Rams and uh the 49ers. All four of those teams should be in the playoffs, but right. only only potentially two of them are going to make it into the playoffs. You know, or, or even the AFC West, you know, you got Kansas City, um, the Chargers are up, and, uh, although their record's pretty. But you know, what? you get what I'm saying, though. Like, there's all these teams out there more deserving, but a six and ten, or a fucking what five and eleven team is going to make the playoffs. Uh, it, it, at that point, and this is what I'm trying to bring up. This is what I want to bring awareness to. I'm tired of it. I, I don't like it, and it always seems to be this fucked up division, and I can't stand it. I don't like any of these teams. I have a hard time getting behind any of them. Even for fantasy purposes, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so frustrating watching that happen and watching good teams that should be rewarded for being good that get shit on because we got to put a team that has a losing record or is eight and eight in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Enough. Yeah, but some notes about the game. Devonta Freeman, you know, he was out pretty early in the game. Um, you know, tweaked his ankle, didn't didn't come back. So Wayne Gallman got all the carries and didn't actually look that bad. I mean, now, granted, the Philadelphia defense isn't what they used to be, but he didn't look, you know, didn't look too bad out there. Sterling Shepard, first game back out of the IR, six for 59, a touchdown. Now that touchdown was super late, you know, garbage time touchdown. But still, it's nice to see that it's like, oh, hey, this guy, people forget, he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and on the other side of the ball, Carson Wentz had a good fantasy day. Just, again, garbage time, just – like like I talked about it before the game, he's like the set it and for like you 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 put him in your lineup and just don't watch the game because it's painful to watch and just look at the, the the box score at the end of the game and go oh you know 359 yards two touchdowns you know that and a rushing touchdown hell yeah that was a great game but then if you actually watched the game it was fucking disgusting yup um, Boston Scott was the huge waiver pickup which you know we were kind of harping on and you know I saw guys spending a lot of fab on him wasting. Um, well, maybe not wasting, but using their priority claim on him. You know, he had he did absolutely nothing all game and then just happened to get that uh, reception touchdown right at the end of the game to save his fantasy day. And it was um, a big one. I mean, when you look at his day as a whole, 12 for 46, three, ripped off 3.8 yards per carry, which is it's okay. It's okay. But you add three catches for 46 yards and a touchdown, well, that all of a sudden makes a big difference. Yeah. Now he now he's nearly at a hundred yards, 
and he scored a touchdown. I mean, you can't go wrong with that game. I'm upset because I was playing him in a couple of leagues because he didn't have much until that last touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, my my actual kind of other takeaway from the Eagles, Travis Fulgham might be legit, 5 for 73, but he had 11 targets. Man. And then if you need a tight end, I think Richard Rodgers is going to be the big potential waiver claim. I mean, because I, I actually heard a thing today that Dallas Goddard isn't expected back until about week 10, which is after their bye week. Yikes. And Richard Rodgers, he had the best tight end performance of the Eagles this entire season. You know, he had eight targets. He went six for 85. So, I mean, hey, Richard Rodgers, if you need a tight end, he he might be worth picking up. Yeah. But I'm done talking about this game because it was gross. Yeah, we can um, move on. <laughs> yeah, moving on, let's wrap it up with our AFC rankings and breakdowns. Um, so first off, we're going to go over to Cleveland. The four and two Cleveland Browns taking on the one four and one Cincinnati Bengals. Um, kind of a uh, revenge match, I guess. Or uh, I don't know. I don't know. I- I'm actually kind of excited about this game because Joe Burrow wasn't that bad against them, and you know he's actually kind of playing pretty well. But Vegas has the over under at fifty and a half, so they wow. think it's going to be a semi high scoring game. And the Browns are favored at minus three and a half, which I'll go right now. I think I'm going to say Cleveland is my. I'm going to. I take. I th- I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I think they're going to upset Cleveland. I think they actually might win this game. Um, I, I don't know. I just. I have. I got a feeling they're at home. You know. I don't know. I just like it. But anyways, Baker Mayfield. Despite the plus matchup, I'm still not a fan of him. I got him at quarterback 22 this week. Uh, yeah, he did not make my top. 20. Yeah. Um, Joe Mixon's out, so it looks like it's going to be the Gio Bernard show. Um, I had Joe Mixon. This was before the injury news. I had Joe Mixon at 13. Mm-hmm. But now that, I, now that I know that it's um, Bernard, I haven't updated my rankings yet, obviously. But I would probably take Bernard. Bernard would probably, probably be somewhere in the 19 to 22 23 range for me absolutely absolutely yeah i, I had mixing at 10 pre-injury Wait, uh, we're doing the wrong running back i'm doing the cincinnati running back we're doing the cleveland side but anyways go ahead and say what you're going to say about geo <laughs> and then we'll go back to the cleveland side <laughs> nice uh i i mean i agree with you with geo i didn't rank him because before this injury news why would you yeah but uh i, I would definitely put him up probably in that same boston scott Area which I had Boston Scott at twenty. Hey, it's Friday. You know we all make mistakes. But anyways, back to the correct team that we're ranking: the <laughs> Cleveland running back, Kareem Hunt. He's gonna have a massive game. I got him at running back four this week. I have got him at running back seven. I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a biggie. And then um, Odell Beckham, probably the only receiver that you're going to start for Cleveland. But even then, I. I'm still just not sold on him. I got him all the way down at my wide receiver 32 this week. I, I still I see him as a wide receiver three with upside. It's just it's he gets a lot of targets. Although last week he only had three. He went two for 25 on three targets. You know, so it's just I don't I don't know what's going on. They're running the ball more, so I'm just I'm not that high on Odell. I mean, last week was the Pittsburgh game. I, I, I would imagine that's going to be a problem for him moving forward. That defense is just so good in Pittsburgh. But I've got him at 15. I've told you, I've told everybody all year I'm a Nodell honk. I think that his upside, that ceiling is always so dramatically high. 
that he's always worth a start. And, I mean, at this point, he could be a wide receiver, too. I could see him as a great flex option. If you have a third wide receiver, that's great also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he will be – what did he do the last time? He scored in their game last time in September. So I, I can definitely see him getting in the end zone at least once or twice. That's possible. Um, you interested in Dave Njoku with uh, um, Austin Hooper out? I'm not, but I will say he better. If he wants a job, he com- he's complained and complained, and I want to trade, I want to trade. Shut up, just play football. You know what And sucks, now it's da- your time to show it. David Njoku was such an athletic freak, and I was actually, I mean, he went to a bad team, you know, obviously getting drafted by Cleveland. I was actually kind of excited to see him in the NFL, but he fucking sucks. I mean, he's I super mean, athletic, and he's been and he's been good at times. But never yes. what you were expecting. No. I mean, that first round moniker that they took him out of my when they got him out of Miami is like everybody was expecting the world, and you've you've not conquered the world. Yeah. You haven't gotten uh, anything. Other side of the ball, I got Joe Burrow as my quarterback twenty one, um, which might be a little bit low. But the last three games he's had, he hasn't been able to break twenty fantasy points. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just I just want to see a little bit more out of him. I mean, it, it's a, it's not a bad matchup, but I mean, if, if I hope you're not playing him this week, though. No, I, I have him at 19. You know, this is the game I believe he threw 61 times, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. uh, early on in September here. Yes. But again, you know, at 19, if you start, if you're starting him, I just dropped him for what it's worth. If anybody yeah. cares. Um, Tyler, Tyler Boyd, I think he could have a good matchup this week. I got him as my wide receiver, 18. And then, I actually, I love T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is great. Um, I have him all the way down at 39. So, to me, he's like a good, solid flex option. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the last three weeks, he's had at least 60 receptions. or I'm sorry, 60 receiving yards. Last week, he went 6 for 125 against a pretty good Colts defense. The Cleveland defense isn't very good. So, I mean, I, I think he's a strong flex option this week. Yeah, I got Boyd at 23, and I've got T. Higgins all the way up at 27. I love it. I, I, I think he's going to have a monster game. What about your boyfriend, Drew Sample? <sighs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, we have the 4-1 and one Green Bay Packers taking on the 1-5 and five Texans. And what really could be a shootout, Vegas got this over-under at 57. So, I'm really – I want to see some points. Um, Green Bay's actually favored at minus three and a half. I, I, I think this game's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Like if you, if you could only watch one football game this Sunday, I would actually probably pick this one. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But anyways, Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, Devontae Adams is seemingly ready to rock and roll. I have him as my quarterback three this week. Nice. Yeah, I got him at five. Um, Aaron Jones, uh, assuming he's healthy, I hope he's healthy because I had him as my running back two. This week, so did I. Mark that down as a as a match. There you go. But I just I I love I love him this week. I think he's gonna have a great week. Um, but if he's banged up, you know, yeah. even yeah. even Bar- you know even the injury, right, man. Yeah. But even right now, if he does play, two might be a bit high with the banged up. Um, was it calf? Yeah. Yeah, calf injury. So I mean, who knows? This could you know Williams and Dylan could very well eat into his workload a little bit. Um. But I, I still think he's a strong play. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, I, I agree with you. Devontae Adams, I think he's going to light it up. I got him as my wide receiver three this week. 
Ooh, and I agree with you. I've got him as the number one wide receiver on the week. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, MVS, it, you know, like outside, like it just stinks because, you know, any week you don't know if it's going to be MVS. You don't know if it's going to be Tanyan. You know, for all you know, it's going to be Darius Shepard, you know, like their fifth <laughs> string wide receiver. You know, it, you never know who it's going to be this week. I mean, the only one you're comfortable with playing is Devontae Adams. I mean, if, if you absolutely have to play MVS, you, you can, I guess. But, I mean, he's only ha- he has one touchdown on the year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just I, – I, I don't know. I, I think Adams the only one you can play. And then you're probably going to play Tanyan as well. Um, I actually have Tanyan as my – tight end 10 this week i've got him at six <coughs> yeah um other side of the ball Deshaun watson plus matchup for him you know he's clicking bill o'brien's gone i got him as my quarterback five i have got him at six david johnson you know i love david johnson i really do <coughs> he, he looks like such a nice man when you look at his pl- player profile um I just, you know, he's just—he's not getting the work that that you were hoping that he'd get, but he's still serviceable. I got him as my running back nineteen this week. Nice. I, I'm pretty high on him this week. I don't—I I just have a gut feeling that he's going to get it done. He's been okay. I've got him at eleven. Nice. Uh, Will Fuller, definitely. You know, he's—I don't know what he's doing, man. He's—he's he's killing it. Just the last couple of weeks, he's been playing out of his mind. He's—he's he's had, uh, you know. He's had a touchdown in four straight weeks. He's had uh, he's had at least fifty yards all four weeks. He went over a hundred twice. I mean, he's looking great out there. I got him as a top ten. I got him at nine, and then I I think you can play Brandon Cooks as well. I got Brandon Cooks at thirty, so I think he's a strong flex option as well if if you need it. And then even Randall Cobb, you know, I got him at forty six. So I mean, he's like a wide receiver. What is that four or a very? You know, he had a touchdown last week. So, I mean, you – I don't know. I, I think you can basically play just about anybody on this Texans offense right now. So, right now, I put both Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller in my watch list. They're right okay. outside my 30 rankings. And the reason I'm not sold on Fuller is, guys, I hate to do it. Like, knock on wood if you're a believer. But this is the week. He's not going to – he's going to be done. You don't. You think. You think this is the week he, the hamstring. He's or done. The calf he's, or, listen. He's done too good, and it's it's gonna get to his head, and he's gonna try to think. He's gonna try to do something he can't, and it's gonna pop the hammy, and it's gonna be done. Yeah. Um, Darren Fells. Yeah. The, I I like Darren Fells because he's kind of like the Jordan <clears throat> Howard of tight end right now. I mean, he went six for eighty-five with a touchdown, but I mean, the previous week two for fifty-seven, a touchdown, two for twenty-one, two for twenty-three with a touchdown two for 19 that's more what he is um if you're if you're absolutely desperate you know you you could you might be able to use him um i got him as my tight end 16 this week yeah i've got him at 14 yeah um moving on we got the four and two buffalo bills taking on the owen six jets in a there i actually think this is going to be a low scoring game vegas has this at 46 um buffalo's favorited at minus 10 and a half (laughs) Um, I you know it's gonna sound insane. I actually think this is a big Zach Moss game. Really? I, I yeah. I I just think that you know Buffalo will probably put a touchdown up early or two. Um, you know the Jets. They're I don't know. They're they're not. I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence here soon. 
And, I think uh, that this game is going to be a fucking massacre. It yeah, that's, is going to get really, really ugly really, really fast. So I do agree with you that I think Singletary and Zach Moss will probably get in the action. Mm-hmm. But the guy that's going to really get it done is, is Josh Allen, who I've got ranked as my quarterback four. Yeah, I got Josh Allen as quarterback six. I, You know, just you can do whatever you want to this Jets defense. They're, yeah. they're like that drunk slutty girl in college who's just like <laughs> will, willing to do whatever. Right. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm up for anything. Yeah. You know, go ahead and p- piss in my mouth. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Devin Singletary, I, I mean, I have him as my, my running back 26, and I have Zach Moss at 34. So, I mean, they're both, to me, like RB2 flex options, but I think you can flex both of them this week because, like like you said, yeah. I think it's going to get ugly quick. I think Singletary might score, and then I could really see Zach Moss just grinding it out at the end of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I've got Singletary at 29, and I've got Zach Moss in my watch list. Stephon Diggs, he's great. I got him at number 10 this week. Ooh, ding, 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 another match. I've got him at wide receiver 10 as well, and I think he's going to reap the benefits early on in this game where they're just going to chuck the ball and get up on him big. Diggs has you know, been so much fun to watch this dude, year. Dude, he's had a great year. He's the wide receiver four on the year right now. I mean, he's got five, he has 555 yards. He has three touchdowns. But, I mean, just like, you know, in the old days, they sent you to Buffalo for your career to die. <laughs> right. But, I mean, he, he looks – but he looks happy out there. Because, I mean, when he was in Minnesota, after like his first, what, two, three years – you, especially last year, he just looked miserable there. Yeah, like he did not want to be there anymore. And to see to see this guy just balling out, like I, I love it. Um, other side of the ball, I don't think we can cover anybody. Um, Jamison Crowder, I had him at wide receiver twenty six, but I mean, if he doesn't play, it's just that's it. There, well, here's the kicker of it. I agree with you exactly. I, ding 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 again. I've got him at twenty six as well. Nice. But I think there is one solid play in this game that's truly, truly, truly solid, and that's the Buffalo Bills defense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> load it up. Lock and load, everybody. They're, I mean, this team got shut out last week, and if they don't have Crowder, sweet baby Jesus. This I know. game is going to get ugly. They, they, got help, they got shut out by Miami. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and their defense, not that their defense is awful, but, I mean, even the slightly bad Buffalo defense is much better than Miami. Yeah. And, and like you said, if Crowder's out, just – I don't even know, like, I mean, outside of rostering Crowder, I really don't think you can roster anybody on the Jets' offense Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. No. Um, and Crowder's purely a volume. It sucks, too, because Crowder's actually a really good receiver. But you're just on, you, He went from a shitty team when he played for the Redskins – and now he's on the fucking Jets. It's just and they're even shittier. Yeah. Actually, I th- who was it? There was a talking about the Jets. There, there was a oh God. It, it was a former NFL player, but he said if he's Trevor Lawrence, and he sees that the Jets are going to draft him, he'll go back to college for one more year if he was Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I heard that, and I, I don't know if I agree with that. No, nah, get hey, your you money. Know, go get yeah. paid. Like you, you, you never know what's going to happen, dude. You could lose an entire season and millions of dollars to an injury. Yeah, well, well, next thing you know, you're was it Marcus Lattimore, that running yeah. back from the Gamecocks, who was like the fucking stud in college. He was gonna be, I think he was, wasn't he like a top ten or fifteen draft pick or something like? No, 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 wait, no, that's a lie, because he got hurt in college. Correct. 
and no, he would have been he a would, top ten. He would have been. What he yes. was for the Gamecocks was remarkable. Yes, he and would have he been. folded his knee over, and it was horrific yep. in every way, and there went a man's career. Yep. So anyways, uh, moving on, we got the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-0 and taking on the undefeated COVID-19 Titans. Um, I like the new nickname. Yeah, that's basically what they are. All they do is just fuck. They fuck things up because now, like, like I always have to double check who has the bye weeks because I'm not sure who has the <laughs> right. bye. Like, I always have to find the updated list because the one that I had is not correct anymore. Yeah, and now exactly. there, and now there might be a week 18. Yeah. For fuck, you know. But anyways, we got the Steelers taking on the Titans. Vegas has the over under at 51. Um, Titans are actually favored at minus one and a half, which I actually think that. Titans might win this game. I got um, the Titans just, winning. Yeah, they're playing really, really good football this week. Yeah. But I, I love Big Ben this week. Uh, Deontay Johnson's back. Claypool's up and coming. You know, I, I really like him this week. I got him as my quarterback 11. Nice. I've got him at 14. There you go. Um, James Conner, he's – you know, James Conner's quietly having actually a really good fantasy year. He's, Very I mean, he's quietly. The run, he's the running back 17. But, I mean, the fact that he's gotten, like, th- this is his, now, this is PPR scoring, but his points break down the last four games, 20, 24, 15, and 17 points. You mm. love that from your running back. Oh, God, yes. I mean, he, like I said, he's the running back 17 on the year, and he's, but he's already had a bye week, and he, he had a, a, a banged up week one. So the fact that he's still the number 17 running back, realistically, I mean, if you go for points per game, he's probably a top 14, 13 running back if you went that route, but... You know, he's looking he's looking great out there. He is my running back ten this week. I've got him at run, my running back five. Ooh, I think he is a he's an absolute monster. Uh wide receivers, Juju, uh Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Um I had a tough time ranking Juju. I really did, I'm not gonna lie. I have Chase Claypool at thirty one, which to me seems a bit low. I I mean his arrow would probably be trending up. I actually have Juju at thirty three and then Deontay Johnson, because I wasn't 100% sure if he was going to play or not, I didn't rank him. But if I had to rank him, realistically, I would probably move move Claypool up to about the 26-ish range. And then Johnson would probably be somewhere in there. And then I, I actually kind of – I think I would keep Juju about 33. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I have Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to be the lead dog in this one. I have him at 29. Mm-hmm. And then the other two guys did not quite make my top thirty, but they're in my watch list. I think that I think that they always have that opportunity and that chance to go big. You know, look yeah. at Juju Week One; he had like twenty-five points, but he hadn't done shit since. Mm-hmm. But he has that ability. So, but I got are, Deontay Johnson at twenty-nine. Are you interested in Eric Ebron this week? I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah. Uh, other side of the ball, Tennessee Titans. Um, their offense is just clicking. They're grooving. Ryan Tannehill, again, just he's quietly the quarterback 12 on the year. Interesting I mean, stat. Last week in their game, they are the only franchise to ever have a quarterback throw for more than 350 yards in a game and have a running back run for 200. This I team could, is amazing. Yeah, they're they're playing great football right now. Um, I, I like Tannehill this week. I, I actually have him as my quarterback 12 this week. I've got him at 16. This defense is real. Uh, I want to see him do it through the air. This team has been shutting people down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, the human tank, Henry, running back five. 
Ooh, close. I got him at four. He's just, goddamn. he's... Well, it almost doesn't matter who he plays because he wears defenses down. Well, the he, thing is- he has probably the most one-yard runs of in, violent one-yard runs of anybody I've ever seen, but then he can knock it off for 95 yards in, because he's worn these guys down to where they're nothing. Like I said before, Derrick Henry's like an offensive guard that just happens to play running back. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy to me. Um, A.J. Brown, love him this week. I got him as my, my wide receiver 22. Nice. I've got him at 18. Nice. Um, Johnu Smith, he's a full go. I have him as my tight end four this week. I have got Johnu Smith as my tight end 10. All right. Um, moving on, Vegas doesn't have the game line out for it right now because of the Antonio Brown news, which I don't understand why they pulled the line. But anyways, four and two bucks taking on the three and two Raiders. Um, I... I don't even have the old line right now. Um, actually, eh, fuck it. I'm not going to deal with that right now. Um, Tom Brady, I am as my quarterback 16 this week. <coughs> I don't know. I, I mean, you know, he's been decent for fantasy, but he's also been bad for fantasy. And, <laughs> you know, I, I think this is actually going to be more of a running game for some reason. I, I think this is a Rojo game. Uh, uh, you might be right. I do have Brady at nine, though. I just feel like this... Bruce Arians throws the ball. That's what mm-hmm. he does. He's got the guys to do it. He's got all the pieces in place, and now even more so. But I, it's a—I don't know if uh, Brown's going to play this week. Probably not. I would he's, imagine. Well, be, because of the COVID rules. Well, he's still suspended for this week. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's not. He's—he's—he's he's, he's as early. He has to pass like three or four COVID tests in a row, and then he's el- then he's eligible to join the team. But he can't join the team till week nine anyways because he's still suspended. I but see. I see. Ronald Jones, I think he has a great game. I got him as my uh, running back 12. Yeah, I've got Ronald Jones as my running back 13. There you go. Um, wide receivers, Mike Evans, wide receiver 8. Chris Godwin, 13. I've got Mike Evans at 13, and I've got Chris Godwin at 17. Are you interested in Gronk this week? Yeah, I mean, I think they're finally starting to click a little bit. I have Gronk at, at tight end eight. Nice, you're a little you're a little higher than than me. I have him as my tight end twelve. Mm. I, I I think he's he's just about there. Um, you know, we'll just time time will tell. I mean, he looked he actually looked pretty good last week against uh, in in last week's game. He you know Gronk yeah. went uh, yeah was it. I got it right here five for seventy eight with a touchdown against Green Bay. Exactly. Um, I mean, he found the side. end zone. Well, not not quite on the other side of the ball because I do believe that this is another game that the defense oh, may yeah. ring true. I, this defense has been lights out all year. The Raiders are the twentieth best offense against the third best defense in Tampa Bay. I, I would lock and load with Tampa Bay as well this week. You know what? And then to touch on that, the. Right tackle, I believe, for the Raiders tested positive for COVID. Oh, my so John John Gruden had to send the entire O line home to get tested. Now there were no more positive tests, but when you lose, you know, a key piece to your offensive line, that kind of fucks things up. And the Buccaneers D line can get after the quarterback. Um, Derek Carr yeah. this week, I think he's gonna have a tough game. I got him at quarterback eighteen. 
Yeah, he didn't make my top 20. Um, Josh Jacobs, I just think based on volume, he's my running back nine, which might be a bit high, but, I mean, he's good. He's a very talented running back, and I just think <clears throat> they're going to have to get him involved. Yeah, so I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think that if they get him involved, he should be a bit higher than what I have him ranked at. I just, Man, this defense is so good against the rush. Mm-hmm. I've got him at running back 17. Um, the only the only wide receiver I ranked was Henry Ruggs, but even then I, I think he has a tough go. Um, he's my wide receiver thirty six this week. Yeah, nah, uh, he's not even close on me. But I got a, I got Darren Waller at tight end number three. I got him at tight end five. You know Waller, Waller's a, you know he's a great player, and I I love seeing you know he's a tight end four on the year. So I mean he he's, he'll have a good year, especially in PPR format. You're right. Uh, moving on, we have the five and one Kansas City Chiefs taking on the two and three Denver Broncos. Vegas has the over under at forty five, um, with the Chiefs at minus nine. So basically, they're saying Denver's not going to do much, which I could see that happening. Um, Kansas City's great. Patrick Mahomes is great. Quarterback four this week. Uh, yeah, Mahomes. You have him at four. You said yes. All right, I got him at one. I think he's going to have a great game. I mean, anytime. Yeah. Mahomes is, is the best quarterback in the game. Yeah. Or none. Uh, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he's my running back 17. Um, Denver's defense isn't that bad. They've been decent enough. And then with Lev Bell joining the team, I, I just I kind of want to see what the, the, the share, how it goes. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I got him at 17. And then Lev Bell I have at 28, which might be a bit high, but – I don't know. I think I'd, I'd be tempted to flex out Lev Bell because, you know, Andy Reid gets creative with shit. Absolutely, man. I've got I've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 12 because I still think he's going to carry some merit. And I've got Le'Veon Bell at 23. I think you could very easily flex him. He, he yeah. is going to be a nice play. Andy Reid's one of the brightest coaches in the game. He'll get his best players on the field. Definitely. Um, Tyreek Hill. Not much you can say about the guy. Wide receiver two this week. Woo, ding, ding, ding. Now I got him at two as well. There you go. And Travis Kelsey, my tight end one. I mean, he's just he's good. Yeah, I, I've got uh, I've got Kelsey at one as well. There you go. Other side of the ball, Drew Locke is back, which is good for the pass catchers. Not so much for fantasy. He's my quarterback 27. You're not playing him. Nope. Um, Melvin Gordon, I think you could – Possibly. I mean, you probably have to play him just based on where you drafted him. He's my running back 21 this week. So I, I think he's like a decent RB2 this week. Yeah, I've got him at uh, I've got him at 22, and you got to hope that, you know, he doesn't get drunk and drive to the game. There you go. Um, Jerry Judy, um, they're going to have to throw to somebody, so I got him as my wide receiver 29, and I have Tim Patrick at 34. Yeah, I've got him in my watch list. Um, Noah Font is back, which is good news for them. I have him as my tight end eight this week just because, you know, he was hurt. So I kind of just want to see how he looks coming out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I've got him at 17. It's a rough game, dude. Uh, Tyron Matthew is the real deal at safety, and he and he lights up. Or he, he can take tight ends completely out of the game. Oh, yeah. You know, because Honey Badger doesn't give a fuck. No, he don't give no shits. Um, let's see. We have the 
Three and three San Francisco 49ers taking on the two and three New England Patriots. Um, Vegas has the over under 44 and a half, so another low scoring game. New England is actually favored at minus two and a half. Um, Jimmy G looked bad still. I mean, I I don't know what's going on with San Francisco right now. I mean, actually, that's not true. He had a decent fantasy day. He had three passing touchdowns, but only 268 yards. Um, you know, New England is good at taking away weapons on the defensive side. Um, Jimmy G, I have him as my quarterback 13, so you can definitely play him. But I actually might be a bit high on him now that I'm saying that out loud. But yeah, he didn't. He didn't make my list. It, it's just so. It's going to be tough, man. Losing Mostert as well is God. This offense is not going to look good mm-hmm. against this defense. I mean, this defense, and they've lost some names. They're the fourth best defense in the league. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are still a dominating defense. You still got Bilicek. Man, it's going to be a tough game for almost everybody on the San Francisco 49ers offense. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely see that. Jarek McKinnon, he he's probably the starter. I mean, that, that, that comes with a question mark. I'm not 100% sure who the starter is. If he is, I have him as your running back 23. I think he's like in the RB2 flex area. I got him at 25, I'm, I agree. Yeah, I'm just not too sure. Um, Debo, I, I think... Debo Samuel might be all right. I got him at 27 this week. Um, Brandon Ayuk, I think he's a risky play this week. Um, I didn't even rank him this week. I just, you know, you got to look elsewhere. Yeah, I got Debo at 30. And, I I mean, the the God's honest truth is the only weapon on this offense is George Kittle, who I have at tight end, too. He's my tight end, too, as well. We we agree on that. But, again, Bill Belichick's good at taking weapons away. There's a chance Kittle gets shut down. Yeah, so absolutely. We'll see what happens. Other side of the ball, Cam Newton. You know, I I was so high on Cam Newton early in the year, and I thought I was, and and I actually I still ranked him pretty high. I actually have him as my quarterback fourteen. But I mean, I don't know. His arrow is actually trending down for me now, especially with you know Julian Edelman looks tired and just tired, and they you know they they had a really bad game last week against Denver. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't look good against – I don't know. So, I'm just – I I don't know. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I agree. I think it is. I, I agree. I think it is. I, um, I've i got Cam Newton at 12. Yeah. James White, I got him as a running back 21, especially in PPR uh, format. That's really the only place I feel safe. And, and, again, to me, he's the only running back you can willingly play. Um, you know, because, again – is it is it going to be Harris? Is it going to be Burkhead? You know, because especially Harris did absolutely dog shit against Denver last week, yeah. And 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 Burkhead did dog shit against Denver. So I mean, James White's the only one you're playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Edelman, uh, Julian Edelman. I. Where are you? Actually, I didn't even rank Edelman. Me either. I just I don't think you can play him. I, I just – he looks bad. He look, Like I said, he looks tired. Uh, not against um, this defense. This defense is just – the 49ers defense is getting better every single game because they're getting guys back. Uh, it's so hard for me to sit there and say, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go play Julian Edelman, who has had one good game this year, and everything yep. other than that has been a joke. 
Well, that's the thing. After the career game of 8 for 179, he went 2 for 23, 3 for 35, 2 for 8. So I just, yeah. I, I don't know, he might be done. Um, moving on, 1 and 5 Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the 1 and 4 Los Angeles Chargers. Over-under is 49, which I actually think this is going to be a higher-scoring game than that. Chargers are actually favorited at, at minus 7.5. I love this game. Um, I'm a Charger fan. I think this is going to actually be a lot of fun. I have Gardner Minshew as my quarterback 15 this week. I got him at 13. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a nice little game. James Robinson, he's been fantastic. Um, he, he's to me, he's my you know I said it before. He's my offensive rookie of the year in fantasy. He's my running back 11 this week. Dude, I got him at my running back eight. I think he's been an absolute stud, and it's only going to get better. Um, DJ Chark kind of banged up. Kind of okay. He's my wide receiver 25 this week. Um, and then LaVisca Chenault, I have him as my wide receiver 30. Oh, shit, I lost him. Well, Keelan Cole, he's at 42, so, so I think you can play him. Um, you keep you talk right now while I look for LaVisca. You better find my boy LaVisca. So, anyways, I've got a... It's funny that you said it. I've got DJ Shark at 25 as well. So we matched up one more time. Why the hell not? And then I have LaVisca Chenault at 31. Well, I can't find him, but if I, I'd probably put him somewhere in the 30s. I, I think you can flex him this week, definitely. Other side of the ball, you got the Chargers going on. I love Justin Herbert this week. He's my quarterback 10 this week. I've got to make my quarterback 11. Man, he's he's playing well, dude. He's, he's fun so, to watch, man. Yeah, I mean, he, every week. I mean, okay, he had he had a kind of a dud against Carolina, but I mean, he had twenty four points against Kansas City, twenty nine against Tampa Bay, and thirty five against the Saints. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just he he's going to be a superstar for fantasy. Justin Jackson, I think he has a good game. Um, I have him as my running back thirty. No, I'm sorry, twenty four this week. So I have got. Justin Jackson at 27. And I have got Joshua Kelly at 24. I think that Joshua Kelly is going to be the one to carry this team to victory this week. I just feel like, uh, I don't know, the, the news about Jackson kind of being banged up in practice, Kelly's going to be the guy. He's yeah. going to be the guy. I had I have Kelly at 29, so I'm not you're, I'm not far off from you. I think, I, I just think, I don't know, I still think it's Justin Jackson as the guy. But uh, moving on. Keenan Allen, he's going to have a great game. I love him this week. I got Keenan as my wide receiver 12. And then I think you can actually play Mike Williams this week. Um, I have him at 28. Nice, man. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Keenan Allen at 12. And I do not have Mike Williams ranked, uh, but he is in my watch list. I don't know. Justin Herbert, he throws a good deep ball. He's willing to take shots, and that's what Mike Williams does. So, I mean, we'll see. And then Hunter Henry, you know, he's safe to play, obviously. He's my tight end six this week. I've got him as my tight end number five. Oh, look at that. That was our last game that we're breaking down. Yes, sir. All right. So, hey, I think that'll wrap it up for us this week. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, You know, get us on social media, FF Football Show on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter. Um, send us emails, filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. Good luck this weekend. As always, King Josh, Josh the King. And Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.